Well, hello there, and welcome again to Eternity Podcast. My name is Janine, and I'm your host for today. Today we are continuing part two of The Character of the Bride of Christ by Dr. Amish. Let us listen. One thing we, we can also learn from Enoch is that whilst Adam failed the test of obedience, Enoch was happy to obey. And the life of Adam and Enoch are very interesting contrasts. Through Adam, death came into the world. The first killing that happened was to remove the shame of sin. An innocent animal had to die to cover the effect of Adam's sin. That skin, that animal skin, was foretelling the garment of righteousness that Jesus would clothe his church with. And that garment is what we need at this hour. The garment of righteousness. May the Lord have mercy upon us. Adam failed, but Enoch walked in obedience. The thing with Enoch is that he vindicated the wisdom of God. What that means is that Adam and Eve did not have to fail. God did not set them up to fail. It was a deliberate decision on their part to betray God. And now you see that Enoch comes and says that righteousness is possible. He vindicated the wisdom of God. God was so pleased with him that he took him away. He said, yes, you, 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 you have agreed with my purpose. You have agreed with my wisdom. You, you have vindicated me. And when you think about it, the only person who has vindicated God so far, to such an extent that God says that you will not see death. In fact, it's like God took Enoch out of the lineage of Adam. He says, you, you are a special breed. Let me show you something. Adam was in the garden of innocence. In relation to what you are saying, Adam had no sin. Apart from the devil, there was no, nothing that was sinful in the garden of Enoch had the whole world around him in sin. He grew up in sin, but he was able to walk with the Lord. He was able to walk in obedience. So how did it happen? How did it happen? He was living in a time similar to this time. Adam was living in a time which has never since existed. I mean, it was a holy time. And Adam failed. There is a good news in there for us. If Enoch succeeded in a time like ours, then we also... By, by, by the way, by the way, let me tell you this. For the Lord to send his servant to come and give us this message, what do you think the Lord is telling us? This message of Enoch at this hour, who can tell me what the Lord is telling us? Yes, who else? The, the Lord is telling us that I want you to enter. This is the way. Enter. Everyone who has heard this message, the Bible says this, once has God spoken, twice have I heard that power belongs to God. God, he says he has spoken. He has spoken to us about Enoch. That is what we hear with our ears. But the message for our spirit is that if someone tells you this is the way to 100 million, go, go, go on this. He wants you to go and take the 100 million, isn't it? He says, this is the way to the rapture. Go. God says that you, he wants you to enter into the kingdom of heaven. But he's telling us that, yes, I want you. And that is why I'm showing you the way. Isn't it? So, 
it is good news. So you can see that if Enoch did it, and the Lord wants us to make it, Enoch was able. The Lord wants us to make it. Wow. It is possible. Maybe somebody will start today. Me, I want to start today. I, I want to start today. Hallelujah. We don't have any excuse. In fact, if you do not go to heaven, it means that we have rejected the word of the Lord. Wow, 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 wow. May the Lord have mercy on us. Adam failed and disobeyed in the garden where there was no sin. Enoch succeeded in the world where there was full of sin. Adam brought separation between God and man. He brought death, decay, and depression into the world. And no one, no one could escape death. But when Enoch came on the scene, he made it possible. He showed, he showed us that it is possible to escape death. In fact, his life tells us that all is not as hopeless and dark as it seems. There is hope in God. He says that we can worship God voluntarily and be holy. He says, God, God is also telling us that we can be holy. Wow. We can be holy. And he and, and you know, when he speaks, as we know already, he releases power and grace. He releases wisdom. He releases understanding. See, that is why we need to receive it because it is the second hearing. When, when it is the second hearing where the power, the grace, the wisdom, the understanding, everything, that, that is where the ability of God is. Remember, Eve heard the devil heard it correctly, and all, everything about her changed, and she was destroyed. In the same way, when you hear God, and you hear him well, everything about you also changes, and you live. So at times, we think we have gone to church, but we have not heard the word of God. We listen, we heard it, but we did not hear it. You understand? Yeah, spiritually, we, 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 didn't get, we didn't get there. But if you get there, you cannot remain the same. You cannot encounter the power of the word of God and remain the same. It is impossible. Holy Spirit, truth divine, dawn upon this soul of mine. Word of God and inward life. Wake my spirit and clear my sight. See, there are prayers we, we need to pray. God wants us to enter. How then can we fail? He always wins. For him to lose in our lives, we have to reject him. Can you imagine? We want to go to heaven and we reject God. But it is possible. May the Lord have mercy upon us. Please, by the way, let us stop the jokings. Let us stop playing church. When you started, 9 o'clock, you are here with your team praying and preparing yourself. Today, 9.30, there was no, nobody here. There was no prayer in the worship team place. Is it too much to ask of you as worshippers? There was no one to light the lamp of the Lord in this place that the Lord may visit his people today. Are you going back? Are you refusing to walk with the Lord? Is it too much to get here at 9 o'clock to light the lamp of the Lord for the worship team to worship Jehovah? Is it too much? And the youth? Where, where, where were you at 8 o'clock? I was looking for the youth. Nobody was there. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. How are you serving the Lord? Is it too much to do for the Lord? To come and light the lamp of the Lord? Is it too much? At 8, 8 a.m.? 
Is it too much? Unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And you come here and the light of the lamp has not been lit. How do you expect the Lord to inhabit your praises? Uh, and the worship team, please, let us wake up. We have a duty to perform. To rock up at 10 o'clock, stand outside and chat, and rush here to come and sing. It's shocking. It's shocking. You have done it before. What happened to you? This is not the time to go back. We have stopped, haven't we? We have stopped moving back, haven't we? We will do a better job next time. It says that the eyes of the Lord go to and fro throughout the whole earth to see him whose heart is perfect towards him, that he may show himself mighty on their behalf. You come in the morning, now you know that if you come expecting God to visit, and you engage God in a mighty worship and a mighty prayer. I hope you don't chop before you come in the morning on Sunday. So you, you are crying out to the Lord. We need you to visit us. Where else can we go? Where else can we go? If we come here and the Lord doesn't help us here, where else can we go? For Enoch, the work with the Lord was a serious work. Who else can help us? Who else can save us? But he will not save us. He says he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And if, you, if, if we cannot diligently seek him, so we don't have youth who can cry out with the, the strength and the energy of the youth to God that he may visit his church. We don't, don't we? We don't have worshippers who are serious in worshipping the God of heaven. Worshippers who know they are God. Who know that the worship of the Lord is not an empty worship. He is the living God. And it is an insult to him if we worship him in such a way that we don't see his presence. Enoch did not walk with God that way. He says he walked with God as someone who believes that the Lord he exists. And if we worship him well, he must reward us. If we serve him well, he must reward us. In fact, otherwise... We, we group him with the other gods, the people go and they see nothing. The seriousness of such a situation is that, are we any better than them? And do we have any hope in the rapture, the character of Enoch? There were certain things that enabled Enoch to work with the Lord. We must change. The Lord must visit us. May the Lord have mercy upon us. The key thing in Enoch's life was obedience. For him, there was no negotiation with the word of God. It is a matter of obedience. The other thing was that he led a consecrated life, separated from all else and dedicated unto God. For him, if it is not God, it has nothing to do with him. He led a sanctified life. He, was set, he set himself apart for God. Morally upright, if it was not consistent with the word of God, he would not do it. He was zealous for God, passionate, intense in his worship. Nobody will come at 8 o'clock in the morning. He will come. Nobody will come at 9 o'clock in the morning. She alone will be there. When it comes to the things of God, and things are not happening as they should be, he or she doesn't accept it. He must do something about it. You understand what I'm saying? He was zealous for the things of God. 
Why is the church not growing? Why is the church reducing? You will see him or you see her trying to gather people. No, no, you have to pray. We have to pray until the Lord does something. If he gets nothing, nobody else, or she gets nobody else, says, I will do it by myself. The Lord must be glorified. The name of Jesus must be exalted. The church of God must live. He or she cannot accept anything except the glory of the Lord. Zealous for his God. Enthusiastic for her God. Passionate. Full of vigor and energy. Conviction regarding the glory of God. See, there are certain things that will enable us to walk with God. And these are some of them. Says he, he pursued God. If you want to walk with God, in scriptures, there is something called the silent years. So you look into the lives of those Bible characters. There were times they were in the wilderness. The times that it looked as if God was not with them. The times that you see that there are difficulties, there are challenges, there are problems in your lives. The wilderness years. Talk about Joseph, talk about Moses, talk about Abraham, talk about Jacob, all of them. But those who walk with the Lord, when everything has turned against them, it says, though he slays me, I will yet trust in him. They pursue God when they cannot see God. They pursue God when God seems to, to be absent. They are also alert, which means that they are attentive, they are vigilant, they are watchful, always prepared and ready for the things of God. You can see that it doesn't take the average person to walk with God. You have to be special. You, you have to want to walk with God, isn't it? It takes somebody who wants to live by the principles of the kingdom of God. Someone who pursues perfection. Remember? Enoch has set the standard. In fact, we are going to look at the standard that he has set for us. Someone who shuns evil. Someone who walks in the wisdom of God. Someone who has respect for God. So when we come to church at 10.30, when we will never go to work at 30 minutes late, it means that we do not respect God. There are certain things we do and we just brush it. We walk into the church at 10 a.m. at 10.30 a.m. And it doesn't occur to us that we have disrespected God. It doesn't. We have treated him less than our boss. And we come and sit down. Nothing, nothing moves us. Nothing pricks us. He says, vengeance is mine. I will repay. People, may God have mercy upon us. He says that we must fear God with reverential fear. The Bible says that if I am your master, where is my respect? If I am your father, where is my honor? Do this to your governor and see whether you will find favor with him. We have stopped coming to church late, haven't we? We have stopped, haven't we? We'll stop. And, 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 and may the Lord help us that we will know how to respect God. May God have mercy upon us. Wow. Can you disrespect God and go to heaven? Does God owe you? Enoch has got something to teach us, isn't it? Enoch was humble. He was submissive. He was diligent. So someone who is diligent is careful in whatever they do. If I don't sleep at 12 o'clock, I will not be able to get to church at 8 a.m. It doesn't matter what the issue is. They will sleep at 10 
at 12 o'clock so that they will be able to get to church at 8 a.m. They are very careful to do the will of the Lord. That is what diligence here means. They are committed to please the Lord. And they will do whatever it takes to please the Lord. They have integrity of heart, which means that they are honest, reliable, and truthful. What you see is what you get. They are not like this before you and like that up behind you. They are always, because they are obedient, they are righteous. They also have endurance. You know, there are people, in fact, we are going to talk about it on Monday. Monday is the training, isn't it? Enoch, you mock him, he's working with God. You laugh at him, he's working with God. You tease him, he's working with God. But some of us, even if you rebuke us, we have stopped church. You correct me, I have stopped church. I'm not happy with something small, I've stopped serving the Lord. Something small happened, I'm not worshiping anymore. You want to go to heaven? Not Enoch's heaven. <laughs> you, you, you understand? You've made the mistakes in the past. Now you are correcting the mistakes. Hallelujah. They are dependable. The Lord knows that at 10 a.m. He will be in the church. You can be sure that he will be here. The Lord knows that at 8 a.m. He will be there. He will be there. He will open the door. You can depend on, you can depend on her. Those small, small things, we may not value them, but they are very important in the kingdom of God. They are faithful. You give them a job, you can be sure that it will be done. It says, it is required of a steward that he be found faithful. The character of Enoch was a matter of obedience and was separated from everything else for God. That is where we must be for us to walk with the Lord because walking with him is a serious walk and living by the principles of God. We welcome you all to come visit us or join us every Sunday at one of our various altars across Australia. Or you can visit our website at www.messianicministriesinc.org to find out a near location and address of each altar. Or you can also call us on 0430 041 735. You can listen to these teachings again and others on Eternity Podcast via Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, eternitypodcast.com or tuned in radio. Please stay tuned for part three of this teaching. Have a wonderful day. Bye for now. Be blessed.